Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 3, Episode 19. I am your host, Collins. I'm your other host, Frank. Hello, other host, Frank. Hey, hello, uh, the primary, uh, first host, Collins. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I, I think I have a uh, active co- COVID you, you think infection you ha- source in my office at the moment. Okay, in your office. Okay. Yes. Due to faulty <laughs> testing result. But okay. uh, we'll see how that play out. Are you able to work from home? No. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the good thing is the guy is on the opposite side of me. And you know, you can, of the office. you can wear a mask. Those work. I, I'm wearing an 95 mask the entire yeah. time. So we'll Probably for the best. Out. Yeah. The surprising thing is people surrounding him didn't get sick yet. I mean, it's also possible he doesn't have it. He got two positive results. Oh, well, forget it day. then. <laughs> Never and mind. And he took another one the next day to become negative, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see how it plays out, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, someone in my household also had COVID, um, but I wore a mask and we were actually, yeah, I was okay, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, First things first, uh, I want to talk about this specific ink bottle that I found at the end of our, uh, toward the end of our last episode. Dude, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I I really like it. Um, I find the shape very intriguing. Yes, it looks like a soy sauce bottle. It very much does look like a soy sauce bottle. It's very fair priced, eight dollar twenty seven mm-hmm. for a how many milliliter is this thing? Um, twenty five milliliters. Yeah, but yeah, it it also has some uh. Decently shading, like a um, the uh, really light color and also triple color shading inks. This mm-hmm. apparently has some of it as well. It's dominant industry standard bottle ink. It, interesting. So their standard bottle is twenty five milliliter. That's a good amount. That's a decent amount, I would say. Yeah, decent amount. Yeah, yeah. They have they are they have limited editions on coat pens as well. I'm looking at the uh, Coat Pen Limited Edition Bottle 25. And the um, some of this color looks interesting. Uh, maybe, maybe pick up I mean, one or two just to play with it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get in with you on that. But, I mean, let's be honest here. We're getting this for the bottle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Korean ink company. I guess, like, I think Korean Fountain Pen Ink is getting uh, more and more mainstream nowadays. Considered mm. that uh, Colorverse is also there. I think this is the second one come from Korea that that I know of. Maybe there's more that I just aren't aware of them, but that's kind of interesting. I know, Frank, you used to talk about how in Taiwan, fountain pens were kind of a part of the educational program. Is that right? Uh, They are more publicly recognized as helping, able to help you with practicing your calligraphies. Okay. But it, it is not necessarily like forced upon you but it can be it's its presence is there in the school system i mean it depends on your school right sure in public school um, probably not uh private school you're kind of uh 
um, hmm, voluntold into it. <laughs> and I think it's also true in Japan. I, can we assume that it might be the same thing in Korea? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, because, okay, one of my Korean co-worker, well, ex-co-worker, um, used to use fountain pens too. Mm-hmm. So I can be very, may, I can maybe verify with him to see how this the uh, fountain pen culture in Korea like is it like more like educational forcing or is it just something that they pick up yeah, eventually? Yeah, I, I have some people, some friends who are also from Korea. I will ask them. Uh, otherwise, if there's any listeners that are in Korea or from Korea, you can let us know too if yeah, you know the answer. That'll be great. All right. So there is our dominant ink for the day. And uh, of course, there is the, uh, I think, did you put this one or did I put this one? Regardless, I, I think this one looks good. Yes, I, I really like this one. I think we were talking about um, the, Hobon, the Hobonichi uh, Techno book covers last episode. Um, mm-hmm. And this one stood out to me as like, ooh, that I, I really like the design of this one. And I love bears, so. And this is the uh, polar bear slash relax from uh, Obonichi. Oh, you put this one because I like a different one. Oh, okay. I will post it right under yours and you'll see is uh, it a this one. one? Uh, yes. Tenderheart, okay. Uh. Uh, the website links don't work like I want them to, but your, actually your, maybe it was your link is the same one. Actually. Yeah, same one. But generally, it's the tender heart one. I really like that one, and I maybe I should just buy it. <laughs> Extinger is good right now. It is really good, and I see when I saw it last week, I only saw the cover. I didn't realize that when you open it, there are tiny baby bears on the inside flap. Right, and there's also another one on the opposite side too. So, ah, Japan, you're so good at selling stuff. <laughs> you're so good at selling this stuff. Oh my god. Yep, yep. Have an entire industry built upon it. Okay, so what is this? They they also sell like a. I don't I don't know what this is. It's it's. What do you it, mean? I'm I'm looking at like other stuff that pairs with the polar bear thing. I don't know what mm-hmm. this is. I, I have to like read it, but it's the same polar bear design, but it looks like a, a cup warmer. What Toe is this? Toys. Uh, let me see. Hoponochi Halamaki. What is, is this? It, um, uh, we recommend wearing the Haramaki to prevent your belly from getting too chilled. There are too many benefits oh, for oh, keeping oh, your oh, belly oh. warm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to wear this one. It's like five. Is this, um, a, is this a tummy blanket? Yes, it's a tummy blanket. <laughs> it's a blanket I, that you wrap around your tummy. I mean, okay. I'm. That's fine. I wouldn't expect this to come from Hobonichi Techno, but okay. I didn't expect it too, so, which is kind of weird to see this oh for sale. They sell this polar bear design in hand towels too. Yes. That hand towel looks really good. In case you just want to, you love this design so much. I I, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many of these. <laughs> oh, it's Jap- uh, Japanese only. 
Oh, maybe it doesn't ship it to USA because it's too heavy. What like? uh, the towels and the and the tummy blanket? Yeah, but I can get the uh, the cover, right? Uh, yeah, I can. You can get the cover, yeah. Okay, okay, so let's look at the cover. I can still order it. It doesn't tell me I cannot. Okay, um, I might buy the cover after the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It's my second Hobonichi cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, our next one to discuss. It is so. Um, some viewer. Okay, maybe very few viewer that doesn't really follow this. But then uh, I think since what 2018, 2019, uh, the Pen subreddit has been having collaboration with. Uh, have been collaboration with Diamine I think it's Diamine regards to having a designated designed color every year oh nice and uh, this year they just finally voted down a it's weird it's, the choosing progress is a little bit weird this year they have a general shade they want with mm-hmm. a name attached to it, but they don't actually nail down the actual color. Okay. So why look at it, so I was like, oh, the Reddit diamond ink for the year is out. But there's no color. Mm-hmm. The only description you have is that they are gonna go with a coral red ink. But you don't actually know how it looks like. Right. And people just kind of blindly vote on the shade of a color they want <laughs> instead of the actual color. That's interesting. Yeah, the so exact shade has to be kind of like voted in Battle Royale style later on too. That's an interesting way of doing it. I mean, maybe Diamine has like an overflow of a certain color and they're like, okay, it has to be... No, I think this one. <laughs> you, you, they, they, they got a lot of free, range of freedom with the diamonds uh, collaboration on this. They basically mm-hmm. go with whatever color they can get on. But who? But who chooses the base color? Diamine or the redditors? The redditors, the oh. person that came out with the colors every year. He just has okay. a bunch of different colors for you to choose from, and you vote. Okay, so I think I I think I interpret this backwards then. So the redditors pick the color, and then Diamine picks the shade. No, the writer picked the color and the name first. They they pick the rough color with the name. Uh huh. They choose the winner, and then they go in and try to pick the detailed shade of that later. Ink later. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It's a weird water approaching things. I mean... But I guess it simplified the process a little bit. Instead of just trying to nitpicking the exact shade first, you you find the rough color first. I, I would agree with that approach generally. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of like using a color picker in any of the... Um, like a Photoshop or, or anything like that. Like you have to kind of pick the base color first and then you start messing with um Right, right. You gotta have things, a concept of it. Have a concept of color first before yeah. you you go ahead and uh, dial in on which pixels color strength. Yeah, whether like 
the hue or whatever like you can decide that after you pick the base color first right okay but so, effectively yeah. it's coral red it's coral red and the name of the ink is called sailor's warning <laughs> okay so well, i mean i guess all the times you, you, you hit corals right so um it's coral red ink named sailor's warning and i think the well, we'll see how it is. I, I wonder. I don't think it's gonna be. Sh it's, I think this is gonna be a shimmer ink too. Oh, nice. If I recall correctly, yeah, this will be shimmer. What was uh last year's? Uh, I remember it was a gray color. Let me taking see. Taking a look and seeing if I can find it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to take a look at all of the previous diamine. Uh, collab inks. Mm -hmm. Let's see if this is it. Swatch. I think Rider's Blood. <laughs> Rider's Blood? Yes, Rider's Blood. It is a uh, dark red purple ink. Okay. That was last year's Rider's Blood. I'm trying to see if I can see the color. Do they even show it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, there there's reviews here. Uh, where is it? Put it there. Oh, I think I found it. Yeah, it's weird because really, it, it looks like Reddit Reddit has chose like red ink for two years straight now. I mean, maybe they just like a red hued ink. It's a really nice ink. I like the um, like the. I'm guessing it's like a dark red purpley ink yeah and it has like a slight sheen to it which is really nice yep it's not as a brownish color as the ox blood per se mm -hmm. but yeah it is a pretty dark purple red color for 2021 so we'll see how 2022 turns out yeah all right so our next one is um ba, 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 ba. it's a gravitas pen is i don't think i'm gonna get it but it's too heavy for my liking uh how heavy is uh, heavy is the whole thing stainless steel weight when capped is 74 grams, grams. yeah uncapped is 49 grams 74 grams it's pretty heavy <laughs> it is pretty heavy so let me see fountain pen wait let me let me see if i can uh if i can uh i have a i have a keras custom pen yeah, so see. to give let you an idea see. to give you an idea the pilot starting silver pen mm -hmm. in general is 34 grams wow yeah uh, with the body itself is 21 or uh, 37 gram the body is 21 gram the cap is 16 grams and the weight of our 37 that's the average starting silver pilot pens okay so i have a oh wow okay so i have a keras custom i'm gonna take it out right now mm -hmm. um and i believe mine is aluminum mine right. is an aluminum bodied uh Karis custom fountain pen uh and so it says that when capped it is 42 grams yeah 
So this is going to be double the weight of this guy. <laughs> yeah, this Gravitas. Okay, so this is the Gravitas Skittle Fountain Pen uh, Paisley Matte. It is a um, stainless steel with silicone nitride embedded onto the barrel. So when it anodizes, it, it goes to a different color. It looks very pretty. Although looks, I, I want to see a real picture of it, though. Yeah, um, it may look different, but honestly, for the for these kind of anodizing, a lot of time they actually looks better in person too. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. And the the only issue is that once you get your hand oil on the finishing, the 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 finishing darkens a little bit. Hmm. But yeah, um, it yeah, looks great. Some, there's some uh, good pictures. Oh, interesting. I think Goulet has a picture of a one of their anodizing pens. Right. Not the same one. Not the same one. Um, I'll paste it right underneath. Oops. Um, just to get a a taste of what they can do to the barrel. Yeah, it just um this one there's a lot more um What's the best for me to say? It has a lot more floor fit. You, you post me a Penider pen, actually. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, the link leads me to Penider pens. <laughs> Dang it. Wrong one. Well, here's another picture. Skittle polished. Okay. Yeah. It looks yeah, pretty Yeah, fit. yeah. It, it looks really good. It just, I got defeated by the, uh, I got defeated by the weight. I mean, Frank, I know you can lift. <laughs> but uh, not not too used to write. For, but okay, if you <laughs> jot down a few things, sure. But uh, man, this is a heavy pen. This is double the yeah. weight of the uh, starting silver one. I already feel that starting silver is pretty heavy. Really, I actually don't. I don't feel the weight of that one. I actually like how I li I like the feel of it. But I don't know if I want double the weight. But I mean, at a hundred and twenty-five. Is that 125 euros? 125, yeah. Which it's not is that bad. dollars nowadays. It's not that bad. It's not. It's not. It's definitely not. So that if you can stomach the weight, this is <laughs> literally this is this, well, yeah. this is a good looking pen. You can I also get a 1.5 stub. I love it, by the way. Yes, uh, you always want to point that out when you're trying to sell me a pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm not trying to sell you this one. I just realized, holy, like, well, like, wow. They offer 1.5 stub. Now, I, I don't... I wish I could see how this Paisley matte looks like on the actual pen, because I think I might just like the standard polished look the one. The fully shiny one? Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure. I think the um, the pattern gave it a little bit different look to it. I wish there was more than basically two patterns. <laughs> Uh, like nothing, and this this one looks a little bit busy, to be honest. Ooh, actually, the the um, there's a matte one. Oh, so which is similar to the uh, this one then? Yeah, there's a there's a Skittles matte one, so there's no design to it. Right. That looks really cool. Yeah, and it's less. It's actually only a hundred euros. Oh, all right. <laughs> And it takes uh, number six Yovos, so I'm. This is right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Um, well, don't blame me on this one for purchases. Yeah, no, Frank, I'm not going to blame you on this one, but I will take a look. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I, I think I've, I, I think I've added like six pens to my considerations list since I put a break on things. I honestly think this one looks great. Um, it just the weight, <laughs> the weight, it all concerns me. It might not be that bad. Might not be that bad. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Actually, I think this one is the complete opposite of what we're looking at. Oh, no. I just saw the link name. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, So here's the thing, right? The last time, the, the, the Gravitas one is completely made of stainless steel. It's a hook of a pen, super big, reliable. Yeah. Well, you you could probably run a car over it, and you would scratch the outside, but it would still write. Yes. And uh, this one, on the other <laughs> hand, is is by the way, it's two hundred dollars. Well, maybe Wait. maybe a little bit less. Uh, oh yeah, one, yeah, one hundred seventy-five maybe. Uh, ninety. Uh, basically twenty thousand yuan. Yes. 20,000 yen, not yuan. Oh, yen? Yen. yen. Uh, so 138 USD. Yep. Oh, yeah, this is a Bungu Box. Bungu Box. I, when I saw Twisby, I thought Chinese, so I thought... No, this is Bungu Box's Makie, mm -hmm. released on October, to be shipped on October. And this is their Halloween special. I I usually really like when Bungu Box does their little maquille drawings on things like mm -hmm. the the cartridge converters that they do. I thought those look really cool. Um, I've never bought them, but I thought they look really cool. Um, this is cute, and when I say cute, I mean cute with an asterisk. <laughs> Not a fan, huh? I genuinely like how dopey the. Okay, so it's basically a demonstrator pen that they've painted the Makie drawings on. Right. Um, and they're very dopey. Correct. They're, they're, they're very uh, cutesy looking, like a uh, child's cartoon looking thing. But, but not, in like a, not in like a smiley face kind of way, but like in a weird frumpy face kind of way. <laughs> yeah, well, just uh, the... the more like a uh what's the best way for me to say it super deformed art styled and yes. not necessarily happy yes it's kind of well it's halloween right i think they're sure. trying to they're trying to be the, a little bit of a scary feeling to it i mean this is not scary uh but this is this, it's not a smiling pumpkin it's kind of a neutral faced pumpkin <laughs> yeah 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 you have to uh the zigzag mouth and uh, you also have the ghost doing the similar stuff too that's not smiling at all it's cute i wouldn't buy this for 140 dollars <laughs> <laughs> this feels like something i would buy at like a daiso 98 um Maybe I'm it, undercutting it a little bit, but it feels similar to that to me. I, I think you are being a little bit harsh on it. Uh, I, okay, so the, the price, of course, is justified by saying that this is hand-painted, right? 
Yes, that is fair. This is hand-painted. But at the same time, if you... There's... As harsh as it sounds, there's no special property or done in this art that requires it to be hand-finished. Yes. Which means that this can be easily silk-screened. That being said, you know, there is something to be said about getting your own demonstrator pen, like, like a fun art project to, like, decorate your own pen. Right. I could see that being an activity that I would do. Mm, get, yeah. get, like, get like, a, um, a, like a Lamy's uh, demonstrator and just kind of painting some stuff on it. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, assuming that uh, whatever you draw on there. I think um, some of the Redditors, especially when I seen a few for you, she were just in their own painting. She does have a, like, a lot of them post their progress on redoing the entire pen, like uh, redoing mm. the entire sailor pen with really fancy flourishes. Mm-hmm. Like, probably more more work than it will ever be sold for. <laughs> to work to be worth her time, so which is it's not a labor of uh, trying to make money. I don't think she's even selling it, or he's even selling it. It is mm-hmm. just a labor of love, and it looks great. I'm not sure how practical it is because the due to the amount of grooves on the pen. Yeah, but it looks great. I'll find some pictures next time, and I can post yeah. it. Yeah. So this this one, uh, two hundred dollars for a bungle bucks. Uh, 2022 special edition. And then next we have <laughs> this one. Ooh, ooh, I clicked on the wrong link. I'm going to go back and click on this one. The Bungu Box 10 823 Fujiyama Blue. Correct. Is this like the the 823 you always wanted? Well, it is an 823. Uh, I think the the blue is a little bit too strong for my liking. Mm. Like, it, like it's a little too light in color, maybe, right. or too bright. A little bit too bright color to my liking. But from the uh, looks of the pre-order, because, okay, I fell asleep through this. I was going to check up the pre-order anyway. Mm-hmm. I believe this is limited to 300 pre-order only. We'll be closing the waiting list as soon as we are through 300 entrants. I think I woke up maybe like an hour later or two hours oh. later. It's already gone. No, oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, it sold pretty well. Yeah, clearly. It's just too bad that I think the any of the Bungu Box one doesn't have any of the uh, special, uh, special nib that's available through the... Uh, mm the Tokyo Quill Show, the Tokyo Quill Stores. But, again, I mean, uh, t- no typical, your typical pilot nib is already pretty good. So there's yeah. really not, not much you can complain about it. Uh, not Nothing special, but also not much you can complain about it. But this one's not cheap. This is 55,000 yen. Ooh, yes. <laughs> It's certainly not cheap. That's $386. Yeah. Which actually, it's kind of in line with what an 823 costs, doesn't it? Or well, at least pretty close. The, uh, 823 costs in USA. 
um, it is 288 here in USA. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's not, uh, actually, it is a bit far off, but. <laughs> I mean, it's limited edition, right? Yes. So it's not exorbitant priced. It's just a little more expensive than normal. Yeah. And the, the blue gives it a little bit more of a toy-like color. Right. That's what I say. It's, it's too bright. <laughs> I do like the box, liking. though. I like the box. Oh, yeah, of course. This is their, their 10-year anniversary box, so the packaging has to be fancy. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yep. Sorry that you couldn't get in on 300, even though you weren't necessarily going to go for it. I was just going to see uh, how, how it looks like uh, when they first announced it, because I don't like it's only quickly announced on the uh, san francisco paint show i believe mm -hmm. with very few pictures circling around before the watering time so i figure i'll take a look and say all this and if i really like it i might water it yeah well woke up two hours where uh, the water is like something something hours late and everything is sold out all right the next one i think i am looking for a writing pad again because i just used through my uh my last nemesign notebooks Okay. And this one, it is on uh, madebyemnist.com. And it is their 70 sheet large dotted tear off pads. Oh, those look nice. Supposedly, paper is very close to Cosmos, but an upgrade to it. And it sheens well, supposedly. <laughs> we'll put that to the test. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Are these and, sticky pads or are they just uh, rip offs? No, they are. They're ripping off. Okay. Yeah, they tear off. Or yeah, but it's pads. not like sticky on the back end of it. No, no, no. They are. They are tear off. So. I like see. the design. I I like the design a lot. I like the design a lot, and this is a dotted too. Like there's mm -hmm. isn't too many dotted tear off papers really. Yeah, and I think the, the the design overall of the aesthetic of it makes it look really modern, which is which is nice. It's not it's, cheap though. It's no. seventy sheets for nine dollars, so you're looking at ten cents per sheet of paper. Yeah, yeah. It's seven inches wide, four and a half, set uh, four point seven two inches tall. Basically so a five. They're pretty you're, big you're, sheets. Yeah, you're looking at like roughly a five size, I think. Those are pretty big sheets. And they're I mean, you're GSM, so for tear off, that's pretty thick. I mean, in that case, you're basically getting rhodia, kind of like rhodia thickness, basically. Yeah, I can kind of see the cost coming in because how? I mean, how many pages are in a rhodia notebook? And ninety sheets too. I yeah. Think. Right. Yeah. So you're getting a couple less sheets into like a rippable tear-off pad with with the design to it and this is like the special newer paper too so yeah and looking at the rodia one now rodia is gonna charge us nice 73 for 80 sheets of 80 of 80 grand super fine villain paper so it's about the same price really yeah so and yeah, I, I think i definitely I can, like how endless looks more so than the rhodia paper yeah so i think i'm gonna order this one and just give it a try because i ran out of uh <laughs> tier terrible pads at work yeah let me know
Yep, I'll let you know how, how it goes. And uh, lastly, okay, let me let me get let me get it straight. Pensionly say low inventory. Act now, yeah, no shit. I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is like limited, limited 123 pans for the entire world. Of course, gonna be low on inventory. Like it's already low on inventory by the moment <laughs> yeah, it comes out. It is, yeah. So, um, for for anyone, it's not looking at the, our link. I'm we're looking at the new Palakan Maquia pen. Mm-hmm. Pelican typically release one very special Marquee of M1000 limited collection every single year. And this year's is the Snow, Moon, and Flowers. It's nice. Let me see. I wish there was better photos of this. I need to take a better look. It's $4,800 USD. Uh, $4,800. Yes. $4,800. Oh, yeah. $4,800. Yeah, I know. It's yes, one of those numbers sounds bigger. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, they do the snow, moon, and flowers. So the most of the uh, snow pieces are drawn in the uh, Uruchi style, and flower as well. Like those are the. The Rushi that kind of stand up a little bit, so it's much thicker and it's drawn on. And then you is, have the moon, which is made of abalonia. Is there a bunny rabbit on it, or am I looking at a different one? I think you're looking at a different one. I think I might be looking at a different one. Yes, I'm looking at a different one. Okay, so it, what's that blue-ish thing Big there? Big circle? That, that's the moon. That's the moon? That's the moon. That doesn't look like the moon. Well, I think that's supposed to be the moon. <laughs> it looks like a coronavirus. Why, well, if you want to say that, that okay? <laughs> uh, that, that's the that was my only like kind of like that. I don't know what that is. I don't know if I like that. Well, talk about coronavirus. <laughs> there, there's the um, 2019 five lucky bats pelican. Uh, I would five. say it's a very unfortunate year for that oh. to be released. Yes, I remember this. <laughs> it looks great, and recently there is a sale on eBay on it. Oh, oh yeah, the bats, the bats, uh, uh have a similar look, but I actually like the bats one more. I like the bats one more because the bats one they use they specifically use different techniques on each individual bats mm-hmm. so which is like a really great showcase of the uh, urushi the art of urushi and how they do it and yeah like i said twenty twenty nine hundred dollars right now on ebay so i mean twenty nine hundred so it's a little cheaper if you want to get 38 the... brand new i think msrp was thirty eight hundred uh if you want to get the appropriately themed bats version of it of 2019 <laughs> they couldn't have picked a better year to make their bat themed one well i mean the the five lucky bats in chinese is great it's supposed to be really good uh needles right the five basically the five prosperities coming in but of course we know what happens 2019 uh yes <laughs> yeah 
So uh, that one's for sale on eBay. If anyone's interested, look it up. Just just type it in and you'll see it. Yeah, um, I just typed in 2019 five lucky bats. That is so far, I believe, my favorite pelican. Maki pen. I mean, that's a tall... That's a big statement. It's a big statement, but I think that is my favorite mo- the pelican's pen so far that I see. Yeah, I think I need to look through all their all their offerings or they everything that they've a made. Lot. They have a yeah, lot of things. I made. Yeah, and they're already they they like the it's it's interesting, right? I mean Pelican is a German company. Yeah. And um but when they give the Maki design to the Japanese artists, it seems like they don't really interfere too much. Mm-hmm. Because the art design is quintessentially Japanese, you can Ooh. you can pretty much tell. I think I found one I immediately like more. Oh, really? <laughs> Just immediately, but I mean, okay. this is a personal taste thing, yeah, yeah, right? Of like, course. it's it's up to what you think looks good. But I'll paste it right here, mm-hmm. and you can tell me what you think. I just find the. Uh, give me a second. I lost the dock. Paste it right there. Here, Frank. Oh, okay. I found it. Oh, the Kingfisher one? Yeah. Yeah, that one's really fancy. The Kingfisher is certainly very, very fancy. Um, I think the main... I mean, I like the bird designs, number one, but I think the main thing I like about it is the uh, the very nice maple leaves on the top and bottom. It is drawing great detail. And I think yeah. each they actually have layerings to the maple leaf, too. That's yeah. really amazing about it. Yeah, in terms of intricacy, this definitely has a five lucky bat beats. I'll be, I'll be completely honest, and I think this may be another limited edition releasing when older ones. Yeah, I'm I'm looking further back in time to their other offerings, and I'm like, ooh, the photography used to take the picture of the pen is not great, which makes me think that like it's <laughs> these are pretty old. Yeah, um, they seem to only release 123 pens every single year for all those special editions. Mm-hmm. So they are very, very fairly limited. Yes. <laughs> At only 123. Yeah, they have the dragonflies too. And that's, that's that looks great as well. Yeah. They, they have very intriguing designs for each one. And... Uh, but again, when Pencha, they say very limited dish, only a few left act now. Yeah, of course, there's only a few left. I'm surprised you can even get one. Well, yeah. it's Pencha Day, so they should always be able to get one. It's one of the biggest uh, fountain pen distributor out here. So, Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, Kingfisher was 2020. Oh, that's really, that's after the, the five bats. Yeah. <laughs> Just, they got a, the horrible photographer then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Kingfisher was just twenty twenty, but I'm, I mean, by now it's sold out, right? It's only one hundred twenty three pieces. Yeah. I mean, if you find if you find hard enough, you'll find it. I, I I'm pretty sure the price is well outside of my. Uh... That being said, I've I don't have a Maquille style pen yet, so I, I I said I was in the market for one at some point. Maybe that could be add to your uh, your uh, little uh, little book of possible pens. Oh my god, you mean my giant book of possible pens? Yeah, okay. Uh, it's getting larger, huh? Yeah, every time we ha- have one of these shows, it, it, it grows. <laughs> All right. 
I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know Frank that it has. This has just been a big part of your scheme to get me to buy more pens. <laughs> if you if you for, if you if you remember how this all started, you know I had no interest in Feldman pens. And then at some point, you just opened this I, giant I just, floodgate. Yes, I just gotta slowly, slowly feed you. And then at some point, like, hey, Frank, I have 10 pens now. Oh, yeah. Even big me, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Last one. I think this is you. Wait, you linked this. Right? Yeah, I linked this one because I got uh, I got an email about this. And I was like, yeah, I really like how the the uh, this is the Montegrappa Brenta fountain pen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like how the shapes and light bounces off the barrel and the cap of this. Let me see. Oh, okay. So this is like they they kind of machine a, a waving pattern into the pin barrel itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems oh, it's they not do a like specialized nib too. I think. Yeah the uh, the nib um, etching is a little bit different. Right. Um, the it doesn't seem like the wavy patterns are. I'm sure there's a. Um, a design to it but it doesn't seem super regular so it's it feels more like like an obsidian rock kind of look to it mm-hmm. think like uh orthanc and lord of the rings <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. And, and because of the etching on the nib like you could get some really good uh like the ink getting trapped on it whenever you use it right and you'll look very different yeah okay all right that's not bad <sighs> i mean however a steel nib version of this is 400 bucks. <laughs> Which is not cheap. No, it is not cheap. It is quite expensive. <laughs> you'll, you'll only get more expensive as the... Uh, as, as our inflation goes, I think you should... I, because I just realized the... Uh, the 2019, the five bats, only 3,800. And the new, newest one released for the, uh, the snow moon or something is $4,800. Yeah expensive yeah the price keep adding up now inflation has kind of leveled off kind of kind uh, of and i say that of. with a with a with a bunch of asterisks tacked onto the end of it i know supply chain is still limited and uh, my my job is strongly affected mm-hmm. by supply chain issues mm-hmm. and if my job is supply is is uh it's affected by supply chain issues. Then it's niche gonna fountain trickle, pens. <laughs> it's going to trickle down to you guys eventually. Right. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, the Nami dialogue, Urushi, by the way, is out. I think we saw this a little bit before. I think I need to remind myself. But you know, honestly, if I buy this pen... I would rather just go ahead and buy the Pelican Fight Lucky Bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This end cheap. Oh, interesting. Okay. The new 20... Wait, I'm looking at I'm looking at it. It says new 2021 Lamy Dialogue Urushi Leaves. There must be a different design. No, no. It's this one. It just doesn't look like leaves. <laughs> it just doesn't look like leaves. It just doesn't look like leaves. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but it really doesn't look like much like leaves. It looks like it's a at- good pattern. It looks like acid etching. Yeah. 
It's, it's a cool looking pattern. But it doesn't necessarily look like leaves. I mean, you can say this is like a very, um, like very bushy, brushy looking leaf. Yeah. But it, uh, it doesn't have the, like the Japanese aesthetic of like. Yeah, like uh, very it, separate, very distinct leaves and stuff, but. Yeah. yeah Enough for $9,000. <laughs> like, wow. MSRP $9,000, correct. That is very expensive. It is extremely expensive. That's more and expensive than any of like you could buy two of these Makie pens for the price of that, basically. Mm -hmm. We can't we can we can buy both and it's money to spare. Yeah. Which is <laughs> which I I don't I don't understand. Cause a normal Lamy dialogue is only three hundred bucks. Correct. And uh, especially when I uh, when I told you about like it feels like the uh, Pelican didn't really really have a hands on how the artist designed the pen. Mm -hmm. I got a feeling the Lamy one, they, 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 they had point quite a few fingers <laughs> on how, <laughs> on how the finish is going to be designed for Rushi. They had, uh, design requirements for the Japanese Makie people to hit. Right. And so maybe the, it, artists didn't want to do those requirements so it got pushed further down the road <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um this is released way too uh too, too expensive and yeah I, the, the pattern gets way too busy for my liking too but it is out is a i think uh mark nipsmith has has it for quote-unquote sales <laughs> Down to seven hundred seven thousand one hundred twenty dollars. That is a significant discount off of eight thousand nine hundred. But I this might enter in on a list of like the most um the least bang for buck pen to buy. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. This is one of the Highest price pen that I looked at, and I will say, yeah, probably not. Because <laughs> there, there, there's some like Visconti pens or something, or like the Lord of the Rings pen we saw last time, where like, yeah, it's very expensive, but I understand that some people, you know, I can get, I can get it. Um, right. This one I don't. <laughs> it's just, it's a really fancy pattern, but. I mean, maybe for collectors, <laughs> I guess. It's, it's 20, limited 20 units around the globe, I believe. 20 total? 20 total per color. Limited 20 unique pieces. Okay. Maybe that's why. So what, does Goulet have one and uh, like... I think like maybe... I don't even know how they do this. Because uh, it seems like Goulet has one. <laughs> oh, Goulet has one. Okay. Yeah, Goulet has one of each in theory. So maybe they're just giving it to each person, like each larger company. So maybe... Or or maybe it's like, hey, you guys can sell it. Whoever sells it first, you guys get it. So basically you order from Goulet, say, and Goulet just order a place you order from Pelican directly immediately. Maybe. Obviously, I have no idea how that how, it, it how this works. But... It actually happens on some distributors. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think... 
trying to think of which hobby does this. Um, well, I know that uh, if you were going to buy a Rolex, you can't buy a Rolex. You have to put your name down, and then when Rolex blesses you magically, you get it. Otherwise, you just sit there waiting forever. <laughs> <laughs> Through the official channel. Yes, through the official yeah, channels. Yeah, and like, I, yeah, if I recall correctly, like I saw, I saw some, I saw some of those uh, threads talking about the exclusive process of getting a, a specific Rolex through distributor with dealers. Yes, uh, to buy a few for your, uh, you, ha- you have you have entrance fee. You have to you have to purchase some lower tier options, and then they will start giving you options to buy higher tier items. Or you just have to go in the black market where everything is a hundred, like double the price. I, I don't know. I, I personally <laughs> detest that kind of marketing method, but let's just yep. say. Yep, I, I totally agree. All right. I think uh, let's talk about the very last limited edition for the for the day. Um, I forgot to link this, actually. But um, yeah, it just came out. So this is the newer budget-friendly Pelican limited edition for the year. App appetite. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying that wrong, <laughs> but I'm it, not sure how they say this as well. Uh, because it's it's spelled like appetite, like you know, or no, no, no it's missing one p to spell mm-hmm. appetite, and it's, it, it's a actual mineral. But I'm not sure how to pronounce this. It might be appetite, because I mean that sounds like like how you would describe like a like granite or granite and appetite appetite. I don't know, but it's basically a turquoise color. Actually, it, it literally just appetite. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a turquoise bluish color war or minerals so i guess for the pelican this one they just completely affect like a uh they give you basically a teal barrel it is a uh, semi-transparent so it works kind of like a de- like a you know a hazed demonstrator right and while this is the whole gift set and i believe the interesting thing about this is not the actual pen itself but the ink the ink itself yeah or rather the image they give you on link the image they give you on i would really wish they can somehow copy that exact colors and put it onto the ink splotch splotch (laughs) but they didn't so this is one of the very first few things i think they're their released picture or their ideal picture is detrimental to the sales of the ink. I mean, that I'm looking at some too. pictures of the ink and it looks pretty similar. There, there's like a little yellowy hue toward like all edge of the uh, ink of the wars. And let me give you a Oh, picture. you mean you mean like the 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 picture of the of the mineral of the orb. Mineral war itself, right. It has like a yellow edge to some of the cracks, so you were thinking that maybe it would sheen yellow slightly. It w- shimmer. Honestly, I would think it will be shimmer just a little bit, so that it can show the yellowish color spectrum of the ink. 
Right. But because it doesn't do that, it's mostly just a turquoise blue ink with good shading properties. Right. In which I thought is a very large missed opportunity. Fair. Because Pelican's not shining away from um, Shimmer Ink. Yeah. Right? Their last one, the Golden Barrel, it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still haven't. I still haven't tried taking a look at your uh, your golden barrel. Yeah, and what's the best way to say it? The the ink is a little bit disappointing compared to the image they're trying to. Make. <laughs> well, it's it it doesn't meet your expectations based on what you wanted out of the, uh, the stock image. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that is our Pelican uh, M two hundred five for the year. Yeah, it's no Machie pen. And I strongly I strongly prefer last year's special edition. The gold barrel, yeah. That the one was Yeah. I think the gold barrel is a very, very good choice of colors and the ink mix together. And I'm sure it sits very nicely, nice looking on your desk. If you just shake it, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, with that being said, um, I think that's it for today's episodes. Um, do you have anything we wish to add, Collins? Yeah. Um, I haven't washed out my pens in like a month and a half now. <laughs> okay. Uh, do they dry up or they actually st- they're still okay? Uh, they're still okay. But this is the longest duration of time where I haven't maintained my pens. Was it just due to the fact that you haven't been writing or you just didn't bother changing all the ink colors? I haven't bothered, I haven't been writing with those pens because I misplaced my, uh, one of my pen wraps and I couldn't find it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. And so because of that, I had no idea of like, I didn't know where they were. So I was like, okay, I'm sure I'll find them eventually. And then I finally found them. I'm like, well. If you have sheening ink in them, some of them might have like a very concentrated ink by now. Mm Mm-hmm. That will become a shing monster the instant you start writing. <laughs> Assuming you don't run into flow issues. Yeah, they they still write, but I think I'm going to have to clean them out um, probably this week. Sometime soon, right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have actually been writing a little less lately um, just because uh, I've been doing less design work and more just general just work work. Huh. So because so of that, you, so you're writing when you you're saying you're generally, but like it seems like your actual workflows affects how you journal, like the uh, your yeah, like if I'm trying to think through some kind of algorithm or something like that, sometimes I'll jot down like a flow diagram or something like that. But if if I'm not doing that, I I tend not to write in my journal for work as much for work okay yes okay. for work okay i thought you're saying that uh because of the like your mindset where you're in the programming stuff yeah you tend to journal more but i guess not just for work too yeah no but i do have to do my quarterly analysis soon so <laughs> <laughs> i still think quarterly analysis is a little bit too often N- so what is it biannual biannual maybe maybe but you you'll find that a quarter is quite long of a duration of time i don't know for me a quarter is 
a blink of an eye. What were you doing three months ago? What was three months ass ago? Right now. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm a very stubborn, regulated person. You have a schedule and a ritual, and you stick to it. Yeah. It was disrupt. I get grumpy. Fair enough. I think that I think it just comes with age. Because I, if I break out of my rhythm, it it gets really hard to get back onto it. Hmm. Okay. Um, for me, it's it's not. It's less about getting back into it. Mm-hmm. It's I get some of the stuff on to do like time wise optimized already. Yeah. So anything bringing out of it, I just felt that that entire day's origin schedule is wasted now. <laughs> you've you've you have a set of activities that you feel you either have to do or must do, and so whenever anything messes with that. It's like it kind of messes up everything you wanted up to the accomplish. Rest of the day. Right. 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 So. That just means that I need to come by and mess up more of your schedule. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, right? Um, I mean, I might have to, uh, like I said, I'm planning to get the, the big pizza oven. Yeah, I know that you're going to get a big pizza oven. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's probably going to be one point of journaling as well, just recording all the uh, temperatures and, uh, the cooking along and, with it <laughs> because i gonna have to try smoking too and uh apparently there's a lot a lot of variable when it comes to smoking food yes so even though it's a pizza love and like not perfectly qualified for smoking but it's good enough what what else can you do with a pizza oven besides cooking pizzas and smoking foods well i mean it is first and foremost it's the oven Right. Yes. So an oven that stays hot for a very long time. Well, this is just a, a standard steel one, so it only stays hot for four hours. Still. Right. Um. I still gotta make you my pizza, my my pizzas at home. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It can do. It can do a pizza. It can do bread. It can bake food. And the most things. It just it doesn't have the intricacy as a normal wood fire oven mm-hmm. that is built for general food. But at the same time, it's easier to clean than a normal oven. Yeah. Because normal oven has tiers and the stainless racks. Pizza oven, you can have a, you, you can layer rocks. You have the cooking surface, and that's you it. You got a cooking surface. And all you need to do, if you want to clean it, you just fire up the thing to 800 degrees, and everything just burns to ashes. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I clean my cast iron pan. I just heat it up and then brush it off. Into a crumb or yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's us. Nothing's growing on it, right? <laughs> yep, nothing, nothing is going to grow on it. Nothing, it's high heat and it kills germs and everything. I mean, we live like in your California. Question, like your question is, like, if, if I leave the oven outside, what if things crawl into it? I mean, well, if things crawl into it, 100 degrees, nothing survives. I will remind you that we live in California, so just be careful. <laughs> We're fine. I'm just doing it in my backyard. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, that's uh, well wrapping up today's podcast. And uh, everyone, have a good night. I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, stay safe. <laughs>